interesting way to find potential investment ideas with low peg ratios. If you're near a computer, open your browser and pull up the ACU library website. If you aren't near a computer, no problem. I'll tell you what you need to know and you can check it out at your convenience. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm glad you're here. Let's talk about the peg 26 screen. In the last episode, I talked about the PEG ratio. It's a ratio that I like to use to help determine if a company's stock price is undervalued or overvalued. Remember that the rule of thumb with a PEG is that if the PEG ratio is less than 1, then the stock might be undervalued. Today, I'm going to tell you about a screen that helps us identify low PEG stocks. It's called the PEG26 screen, and it was developed by Mo Chernick at The Motley Fool. I selected the PEG26 as today's topic for two reasons. First, it's a useful method for identifying low PEG stocks. Second, it's an opportunity for me to introduce you to the stock screening tools on ValueLine's website. So what is the PEG26 screen? It's a set of five steps that Mo Chernick developed for identifying potential investments. I'm going to tell you about the steps and then later I'll walk you through them again on the ValueLine Screener site. Five steps. Here they are. Step one. Select all the stocks in the ValueLine universe that are ranked one or two for timeliness. So this leaves you with only the best companies according to ValueLine. I talked about ValueLine's track record in my very first episode. This should be a pretty good group of stocks. Step number two. Keep all the companies with a P.E. ratio greater than zero. If the P.E. is not greater than zero, then the company is not currently profitable. My feeling on this is that there are a lot of companies out there who are profitable, so I would rather not invest in any that are not. Step 3. Sort by the 26-week total return and take the 25 highest-ranked stocks. This identifies the 25 companies with the strongest stock price momentum. We don't have to wait for a turnaround on these firms. They are moving the right way already. Step 4. Sort these 25 stocks by projected EPS and keep the top 10. So of these 25, we're going to keep the ones that ValueLine believes will have the highest earnings growth rates. Step number five, rank the 10 stocks we kept from the lowest to highest peg ratio. So let's think about what this leaves us with. 
We started with the top stocks according to value line. We eliminated the companies that didn't have positive earnings, and we pulled out the top 25 based upon their total return over the last 26 weeks. That's why it's called the PEG 26, 26 weeks. Then we kept the 10 with the highest forecasted EPS growth rates, and finally we ranked those by their PEG ratio. This should be a pretty interesting group of companies. But how do we find out who those 10 companies are? That's where the Value Line stock screening tool comes in. If you log into ValueLine through the ACU Library website, you'll notice several links on the left side of the Research Center page. Click on Stock Screening. This takes you to the ValueLine Screening Tool. Screening tools allow you to choose certain rules or conditions and then screen all of the stocks that meet those conditions. For example, you could set conditions like a PE ratio less than 16, EPS growth greater than 10%, and a debt ratio less than 40%. Then the screening tool will give you a list of the companies that meet each of those criteria. Now, a lot of services and websites have stock screeners, but this is the only one that allows you to screen based upon ValueLine's timeliness rank, because ValueLine owns the rights to this rank. They also have a social responsibility screen that I haven't seen anywhere else. Maybe I'll talk about that another day, but now I'm going to get back to the PEG26 screen. First we want to check the boxes that say 1 and 2 for timeliness. That was the first step. Second, we want only the companies with a positive PE ratio. So look at the section labeled additional stock information. There's a pull-down menu there that contains a bunch of variables that you can screen for. Pull down to the one that says general business current PE ratio. That's general business and a dash current PE ratio. This puts the current PE ratio in the first screening field. Now we only want companies with PEs greater than zero, so in the field for minimum value, type a zero. We need two more variables and then we'll be ready to run the screen. So go back to the pull-down menu and very near the bottom of the list you will find total returns dash total returns six months. Choose that option, total returns dash total returns six months. Again, I like to put a zero in the minimum field. Last, we go back to the pull-down menu and select Projections-Projected EPS Growth Rate. Again, you can put a zero in the minimum value field. Now we have our three criteria selected and we're ready to run the screen. Go to the bottom of the page and choose Search. Now, I'm doing this as we speak, and the screen returned 333 stocks that meet the criteria that we've selected today. Wow, that's a lot of companies. Click on the column label 
total return six month. This ranks these 333 stocks from highest total return to lowest total return. Now I'm going to export my results to Excel so I can sort them and identify the final 10 stocks that make up the PEG26 screen. Click on Export Results and your browser will download a comma delimited file with the title screener.csv. Open this file in Excel or in some other spreadsheet program. Okay, I've got my screen results open in Excel and they're sorted by six month return. So I just need the top 25 from this list. So delete number 26 through 333. Row number one has the column labels, so I'm deleting everything after row 26. This leaves me with 25 stocks, the ones that had the highest total return over the last six months. Now I need the top 10 as ranked by projected earnings growth rate. So sort the remaining stocks by projected earnings growth rate and delete all but the top 10. Now the last step is to sort from smallest to largest peg ratio. ValueLine doesn't calculate the peg ratio for us, so we'll need to do that ourselves. In a blank column, I need to divide the price-earnings ratio by the earnings growth rate. On my spreadsheet, that means dividing column D by column F. That gives me the peg ratio. Now the last step is to sort from lowest to highest peg. And that's the peg 26 screen. 10 companies that ValueLine ranks 1 or 2 for timeliness. They have positive price earnings ratios, good price momentum, and forecasted earnings growth rates. We sort them from lowest to highest peg, and that gives us a new batch of investment ideas to consider. Why don't you run the screen and pick out one or two companies that you want to learn more about? Now I want to caution you against taking these results and blindly investing based upon the screen. That's probably not a good idea. All of the other things that we always talk about are still important. Fundamentals, the statements, understanding the business, all of those good things. I really like it when I see a company that I'm familiar with in this PEG screen. Otherwise, I use it as an opportunity to get to know some companies better and investigate them as potential investment opportunities. Well, that's what I have on the PEG26 screen. I hope you found it interesting and I hope it helps you with your investment simulation. Thanks for tuning in today. I really appreciate you stopping by. It's Jonathan Stewart, Stulidium Radio. Laters. ValueLine doesn't calculate, calculate, 